the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code SGP for 50% bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive is a new fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the SGPN crew. Check out all their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's SGP. That's aceperhead.com. That's SGP. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. Welcome back, Degenerates. I hope you had a good, long holiday with lots and lots of NBA and NFL action as well. I know I enjoyed a bit of both, uh, or a lot of both, with all the different games that were. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and I am joined by Zach Swissbank Broner, who's coming to us live from Arizona. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good. It feels it's a great. Uh, we were just talking. I know this is your hometown, so we have a little bit of a role reversal here. I know you're on the East Coast. I'm out west in Arizona, so um, beautiful place. And uh, trying to catch as much NBA game as possible. Got the Suns on local TV for the first time in my life, so that's oh. been that, that's that, that's been fun to uh, get that in. <laughs> yeah, that's very exciting for you. I you're in Sedona, Arizona, which is a couple hours east of where I grew up. I grew up in another small town called Payson and we used to have to play Sedona in high school sports and they were always the rich kid team, you know, like if it was an 80s movie it would be the evil rich kids lived in Sedona. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, a little bit pricey, very crowded, but uh beautiful, so happy to be here and uh happy to be recording. I, I apologize my audio. I don't have my microphone with me, so we're doing the rustic uh, Apple headphones, but we're still talking hoops. And it's been a crazy start to this NBA season. A lot of unpredictability, very difficult yeah. to bet, and very unclear. It's kind of been crazy. It's kind of unclear what's going on, I would say. Yeah, it's I big hand to anybody who's over 500 right now if you're betting every game against the spread like we've been picking. Uh, we are both well under, well, I'm two games under 500, uh, Zach's a couple more than that, but, uh, well, you know, we're going to get back on the, back on the snide. We're still picking every game against the spread. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, click on NBA picks. If you click on the NBA menu, there's a drop down menu for NBA picks or, uh, just Google it uh, or sg.pn slash NBA picks as well as a shortened, uh, URL for you. Uh, we're picking every day against the spread with our most updated picks every day uh we're gonna right now preview tuesday's games it's an eight game slate and while we're doing uh our preview we'll, we'll talk about any relevant games that these teams have already played and we'll talk about uh, some teams we, we were maybe wrong on uh beginning of the season maybe some teams we were right on obviously still very early most teams have played three or less games or all teams have played three or less games um we're not we're, we're recording this at 3 p.m 
Eastern Standard Time on Monday, so we haven't seen Monday night's games yet. So uh, take that into account as we are talking. Um, anything you wanted to throw out there before we just jump in, Zach? Uh, no, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to breaking down these games. I think it's a little bit tough right now. I think definitely way too early to use stats um, or, you know, I mean, you want to look at game by game stats, but like, you know, I, I was trying to pull up some net rating, stuff like that. It's very early. Um, and, you know, we've had some weird results. Um, I think to me, the biggest takeaway so far has been that Brooklyn, I think, is in the creme de la creme of contenders this year. They look phenomenal. Um, obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie now lost to an ACL injury. That's worth following. But this team does have tremendous depth. Um, you know, What happened Karis against Lever- Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, that was a tough spot. They, they kind of roared back in the end. I, I thought that KD pull-up jumper was going to be down. I'm shocked he missed that. But, um, yeah. you know, I mean, every team has had, you know, th- th- there are no, you know, we're not we're not looking at the Bucks, Clippers, Lakers as undefeated. You know, every, everyone's had a tough loss here. And some of the – No, we're looking team- at the Cavaliers, top yeah, of the exactly. league. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cavs, Hawks, and so – Everything seems to be turned on its head, and that's why you know you got to stick with the roller coaster for the entire season. Hopefully, it'll yeah. shake out. But, but definitely, really impressed with the Nets. I would say that's my biggest takeaway so far is that Kyrie and KD look healthy, and they look like that's they true. are they, they're the best team in the East, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, KD is sitting tonight for Monday's game, uh, scheduled rest, I, I suppose. So that's uh, all right, nothing to worry about. But I am curious to see how Kyrie will play without KD and without Dimwitty out there. That's a real bummer you have Dimwitty out for the season because I thought that he was playing off the ball real nice with uh, Kyrie. And it'll be interesting to see how they work Levert in that starting lineup instead of being the six man. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, and we should we can get to tomorrow's games, but I wouldn't even think, consider it crazy if they started Shamit or they started Luau Cabarro to keep Levert in that role off the bench because he just cooks on that second unit, total yep. green light to, you know, all you can eat pick and roll and usage. So um, that might make more sense to kind of keep the the flow of what they have with more of an off ball option than, than sliding carries into the starting path. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Uh, we're going to first talk about the Celtics at the Pacers early line right now is uh, Celtics minus one, despite the fact that the Pacers already beat the Celtics by one yesterday. Uh, Indianapolis is three and one straight up and against I'm um, Indiana, Indianapolis, whatever. Uh, they're straight up uh, three and one and against the spread uh, straight up and against the spread. Boston is two and one against the spread uh one and two straight up um pacers one by one on sunday i it felt like it was a real pedestrian game for sabonis who has looked amazing to start the three games he had 32 against the knicks a triple double against chicago he's been their 100 percent go-to guy i feel like i was wrong i know it's so very early i feel like i was wrong about the pacers i thought they were gonna have trouble with oladipo and getting everybody enough minutes but it seems clear that Sabonis is the guy and everybody else is just there to support him there was no Oladipo in the first Boston game he sat out but the first two games of the season he had 22 points in each game and looked really efficient um Boston looks like they're having a lot of trouble with 
overall shot creation with no Kemba. Uh, Teague is new to the system, obviously, and they're going with two bigs to start. I, I just don't think that Marcus Smart is a starting caliber point guard when it comes to distribution. Uh, he's obviously still very good on defense, but uh, I, I don't feel like he is quite there in creating offense yet. Um, what are you seeing from the Celtics or the Pacers so far, and who do you like in this game? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to ride the home dog here again. Um, I, I like what this Pacers team has shown so far. Definitely impressed with uh, Nate Bjorkran. I mean, he he's not afraid to play these starters a lot of minutes, which I like, and I like that from a regular season perspective. I think Malcolm Brogdon is someone who looks really nice to start this season. Uh, he's fully healthy, you know, for the first time in a while. He's playing really well. He had, he had 25, 5, and 5 in that Celtics game the other day, and he kind of – in the Celtics, you know, they just kind of lack a, a – I feel like they're missing one or two pieces from this team right now. Obviously Kemba being one of them, but you know, right now it does feel like, you know, like you said, lacking shot creation is kind of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown surrounded by not that much pop around the rest of this roster. Um, obviously not concerned, but um, you know, one and two to start this season. Um, and when you look at this bench, I mean, Peyton Pritchard has been fun and he's been impressive, but, it says something about this team that, you know, Pritchard and Ojale and, and, and the Williams brothers are kind of key pieces. Um, yeah. And Neesmith has been playing too. Like, yeah. Neesmith has been playing he, as well. Real green. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's just kind of a weird, I feel like over the off season, a lot was made about how Gordon Hayward was not that important of a loss for the Celtics team. But when you, when you combine losing Hayward with Kemba being out, I mean, they, this oh, yeah. team lost a lot of, you know, their their number three and number four option, which which definitely gets amplified when you know you're asking Tatum and and and, and Brown to make this leap. So I was just gonna say, like, I think it was a, a perfect distillation of what their team is right now. When if you look at the last second three point shots that uh, Tatum has already taken in two of the games, and he hit one that banked in on uh, Christmas Day, well, or was it Christmas Day? Yeah, or the day before that, or a couple of days before that against. Uh, right over Giannis and then he lot he missed the one against uh the Pacers but I feel like Brad Stevens he's such a better coach than to the last second shot be a fadeaway three both times when you don't even when you didn't need the three yeah totally and I think Jason Tatum comes from that kind of Kobe school of thought he wants to be like an isolation type scorer and I feel like they're they're kind of caught in no man's land right now um I did want to say I mean with this Pacers team you know you have I feel like there's a lot of buy-in to coach Bjorkren from and starting three and O definitely helps. Uh, you had, you had Sabonis in the, in the post-game presser after the Celtics game saying, you know, our new coach is a genius. Like we all trust everything he's saying. So definitely a lot of kumbaya vibes coming out of Indiana right now. Um, and look, I mean, even no matter how you stacked up the East coming into this season, um, I feel like you got to like the Pacers as a home dog here. These teams are pretty similar in caliber especially with the Celtics missing Kemba. So I would definitely lean to uh, Indiana plus one at home um, in this matchup. Uh, Nate Bjorken, I wasn't sure what to expect from him. I thought it was going to be a bigger loss, but they lost Nate McMillan because his teams always seem to overachieve. But Bjorken obviously comes from that Nick Nurse uh, coaching tree, and he definitely seems to you know, be, as far as scheming, he definitely seems to be along the same lines as Nurse. Yeah, definitely uh, really impressive and – um, I feel like this Indiana team is kind of sneaky. I mean, I feel like everyone kind of had them in, in between 
you know, the top, the top of the East and the, and the Atlanta, Charlotte, Washington, Orlando type teams. And it seems like they, they might be ready to, you know, solidify themselves in that upper class with your Miami, Toronto, Brooklyn, Boston, and um, Milwaukee. So, yeah. Um, well, I was certainly on that train. I didn't think that they did enough in the off season, and I thought they'd uh, take a step back with the new coach. But they clearly haven't. But the continuity of their players has clearly worked for them so far. Well, you know, we're definitely showering them in praise. But I just they have like a nice tight rotation. Everyone in their rotation is a certified NBA player. Um, you know, the Holiday brothers, TJ McConnell, Doug McDermott off the bench um, with a really potent starting five. It's you know an impressive roster and you see a lot of teams you know making a shift towards depth uh early in this season and a lot of teams are trotting out um you know either guys like Nesmith that are really green and young or guys who are unproven and the Pacers at the very least can say they have a nine-man rotation full of guys who have proven they belong in this league and uh can be on a winning team so definitely like what I've seen from them so far and um no reason to fade them at home especially when people will probably be liking Boston to bounce back. Hey, every sports fan knows that it's not about how you start your season. It's about how you finish. And at MyBookie, they are finishing this year strong with tons of bets for NFL, college football, college basketball, and of course, NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit up to $1,000 free. To get in on the action, it's simple. Sign up and make your first deposit and enter promo code SGP to claim your bonus and start taking advantage of the holiday freebies. This holiday season, bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Uh, next up on this slate, we talked about the Cavs. I'll go ahead and go right into the Knicks are at the Cavs. Uh, right now, the opening line right now is at uh, minus four and a half for the home team. I think that's the first time the Cavs have been favored and they've won every game uh, impressively. Nonetheless, um, Kevin Love, uh, it's uh, unsure if he is going to play or not with his uh, lingering, lingering calf soreness, but he's only really played in one game so far and they've been impressive in all three. So uh, I feel like, Love is just a nice extra piece, but they don't necessarily need him as long as Larry Nance still plays as he's been. Draymond has looked really oh, – I'm sorry, Draymond. Drummond has looked really good, uh, especially on defense. Uh, just – I've been impressed with ha- watching him play. I didn't think he had that diverse of skills uh, in him, but he, uh, he looks very agile, and he's even been uh, doing some interesting stats. I do think that are some interesting uh, passes. Uh, I do think that the Cavs shooting will cool off because they're right now at 43% from three, whereas last season they were at 35%, and they pretty much have the same players. So, I, I And they lost Jordan Clarkson, who played half the year with them last year, and it was their third leading three-point scorer. So I do imagine that the Cavs will cool off. I don't know if it's now. Uh, whereas the Knicks looked really good on defense against Milwaukee. Uh, we've already talked about uh, Milwaukee disappointing. I, I mean, that's your that's your Knicks team. How did you feel about that? Yeah, that was that was a great win, and uh, obviously it was the uh, Alfred Payton show. He was cooking. Um, you know, he doesn't usually make his threes. He was uh, taking and making them. Um, and yeah, the, the Knicks. Uh, I think they've looked pretty feisty. Obviously. You know, you want to talk about three-point shooting regression. The Knicks shot 60% from three in that win over Milwaukee. So definitely something to consider there. Um, Going back to this Cavs team, too. I mean, 
I actually really kind of like them without Kevin Love because between Nance and Drummond and JaVale McGee, I mean, they have a really solid defensive rotation on the interior. Um, and that's kind of allowed them to not be this horrific defense that they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Drummond obviously looks really good. He's, he's playing hard and he's playing really well for this Cavs team. Um, obviously he's a beast on the, on the boards, but also scoring the basketball. Um, Nance, I think looks good. Uh, JaVale McGee looks good. Uh, he, he's actually even shooting the three ball now for this uh, Cavs team, but um, yeah, that's been crazy to see him. <laughs> he looks like he has a pretty good stroke there for a big man. Yeah, he does. And I, I do want, I, I actually want to give a, a good amount of praise to this Cavs team. I, I kind of like, I mean, they're still a bad team, no doubt about it, but um, Sexton and Garland both look really good to start this year. Um, they look good. You know, Darius Garden was looking good in the preseason. He continues to play well. Um, Sexton obviously is a, looks like he's going to be a bona fide 20 point scorer in this league for many years to come. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think they got kind of ripped on for both those draft picks at the time, but not looking terrible. Dante Exum reclamation project is going well in Cleveland. So um, I like Cleveland minus the four and a half here. Um, you know, they're coming, they're staying home. They, they had Philly at home coming off a nice win. Um, Kevin Love, obviously his health worth monitoring, but the, I think their defense is probably better without him out there. You know, gives them a little more athleticism, more minutes for Chetty Osman, um, Dame Dotson. Uh, you know, he's another, another Chetty Osman who's been on fire from three yeah. point range as well. I mean, he led yeah. the Cavs in three point percentage last season. So it makes yeah. sense, but yeah, he looks impressive. Yeah, he def- definitely. And I'll, you know, I, I like the amount of athleticism that they have without Kevin Love in the rotation. Um, you know, Hold they, the Sixers were without Embiid, of course, but you know they forced 21 turnovers on that Philly team, um, held them to held them to a poor shooting night, 40. percent So impressive defensive effort for the Cavs, and um, this Knicks offense can tend towards being horrific at times. Um, yeah. So I think I think that that might be the kind of it's obviously be a sleepy type of game, Knicks Cavs, uh, seven but o'clock. I feel like so the Knicks have had they played like two good halves in their first two games they played like two good first halves and then like fell off and uh i figured that was what would happen last night against the bucks as well i figured that they would get cold in the second half and the the team with the more talent would pull ahead but no i mean i gotta give it up we said uh, you know thibodeau he does not know how to lose he's going to play his uh, best players, his veterans, like big minutes. He's not going to give a lot of the young guys minutes and he's going to get defensive production. And I, you know, I, I thought that it's a bit of an underrated thing. I haven't told as many people talking about how good on defense they were against that bucks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I would definitely worth checking in. I mean, the Bucks shot seven for 38 from three. So how, how much of that was the next, how much of that was bucks missing shots? I'm not totally sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, they're, they're Mitchell Robinson is playing 35. He played 35 minutes in that game. And that's a, it's the guy who couldn't stay on the floor because of conditioning and foul trouble before Thibodeau. Um, yeah. So definitely an impressive return, early returns there. Um, yeah. I mean, look, these are actually, I, I think early in this season, we are seeing some of these quote unquote bad teams that are um, looking pretty feisty. And um, I think the lack of a, the lack of a, of crowds definitely plays into that. I mean, you're not just going to go out and just slaughter a team and mercy them into submission. I mean, it's hard to build momentum and keep it and shots can fall or not. And uh, you don't have a crowd to lean on. So um, I like the Cavs in this spot, but definitely uh, both these teams uh, have been 
somewhat impressive to start the year. Definitely the Cavs, of course, at, at three and zero. Yeah, I'm liking the home uh, home team as well at minus four and a half. Let's see if that line moves at all. Uh, with New York kind of being a public team, we'll see if, uh, how much their fans are really excited by that Bucks win and go from there. Okay, moving on to the next game, we have uh, Chicago travels to Washington. Uh, Washington is one and two against the spread as our Chicago. Both teams are zero and three straight up. I'm, I gotta say, I've been surprised at how poorly this wizards team has been playing. They, uh, didn't have Russell Westbrook in Sunday's game against the magic The magic. Surprisingly, I mean, we always count out the magic and then they end up, uh, impressing us and they've been good this season, but I, I, I really felt like, uh, the Wiz would have what the Cavs are doing right now. And they have just looked hard to watch. Yeah. I mean that, that fourth quarter of that magic wizards game was absolutely obscene. Uh, the magic put up 43 points in the fourth quarter to come back and win that game that the wizards had uh, handily. I, I was going to lock that game up until Russ was out, still took the wizards and just a really, really bad loss. And side note, Markel Fultz, was absolutely killing in that game. So good to see him uh, looking good. Yeah, um, He's, he's yeah, moving I mean, real well, at, like driving into the basket. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had 26 points in, in that game uh, and hit a couple threes too and, and made his free throws. So love to see that. And I, I think um, going to the other side of this matchup, are the Bulls the worst team in the NBA this season? I think the answer might be yes. They have not looked good and um, – that matchup against the Warriors was kind of ugly. Um, yeah, although I think it real it's, ugly. Yeah. I didn't watch a, really a minute of that game. I just watched the recap. <laughs> yeah. I saw the recap. I saw that Damian Lee uh, game winning three with about two or three seconds left. Um, yeah. You know, side note on that, just to keep going. I mean, the Warriors look awful. Um, so yeah, that, Bulls, and, Bulls and Warriors might be the two worst teams in the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah. So is is Russ coming back for this game? I, I haven't. Yeah, seen he it should yet. be back. I think it was scheduled rest, so uh, he should be back. Uh, so I, I I I do like the Wizards to get right here against the Bulls at home. Yeah, me too. And I, I have to say, if, if this close, if this, so we have we we're looking at this as four and a half on the opener right now. I I will probably lock up the Wizards if that is the line. Um, you know, I I. I locked up the Wizards in that in that Sixers game on opening night, and they look they look pretty good with with Russ in the lineup. Uh, Bradley Beal is obviously still Bradley Beal, um, and yeah, it, Bradley Beal had some really impressive uh, moves in this game. Uh, that I was I was watching this last game pretty closely because I was hoping that they I was like, what is what is the what are the Magic doing that are so impressive, and what are the Wizards doing so wrong? And obviously they didn't have Russell Westbrook, so I gotta take it with a grain of salt, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Robin Lopez looked good. Uh, Thomas Bryant looks good, but they just can't seem to put it together. Yeah, and and, and it's funny because I, I think they, they were actually playing pretty well in that in that uh, game against the Magic that they ended up blowing the late lead. Um, but, you know, getting Russ back, I, I mean, he he's obviously is super uh, important to raise the floor of this team um, and make them that. I mean, look, the Wizards were a team that they want, they want to compete for the playoffs this year, so... Um, I expect a home run effort from them here, obviously coming off that bad loss. Um, and yeah, I, I actually really, really like this four and a half if, if that line holds. Uh, so definitely check the spreadsheet tomorrow. Yep. 
Okay, uh, so we're both leaning the home team right there with the Wizards, and feel like the Chicago. We're in uh, we're, we're 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 in full consensus here so far. We're yeah, yeah. great well, minds that, think alike. <laughs> that's scary. We're gonna have to start taking opposite sides. Uh, yeah. Moving on, we have the Toronto Raptors, are, or the I should say the Tampa Bay Raptors, traveling yeah. to Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers. Uh, I figured that the Sixers would be favored by at least three and a half, but I'm seeing right now that it's a pick 'em, which is surprising as good as the Sixers have been uh, on at home uh, at least last year yeah and um I believe that Joel Embiid was just a scheduled rest uh yeah that was a scheduled rest uh so he should be back against uh, on Tuesday night yeah so uh ho- hopefully he's back and yeah I mean I I agree I think the Sixers at home is a good spot here obviously the Raptors um at 0-2 is surprising I, I wouldn't call it concerning um but um, they, 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 they are still, you know, now that they're two years removed from that, from that Kawhi uh, mercenary year, maybe, maybe they, the, the, uh, you know, the opinions of Pascal and Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet, maybe, maybe this is the year that, that they finally have to move forward uh, to a new era. But um, yeah, Sixers at home here, if this line's a pick them, I really like that as well. Um, you know, they're, they're coming back from a bad loss at Cleveland, you know, Doc will be in these guys' ears get Embiid back um, and Bede going up against that new Toronto front court. Um, he had many battles with Mark Gasol who would lock him up in uh, games against Toronto. So he'll be happy to see some new bigs in uh, Toronto uniform. Yeah. I, I, I imagine that Aaron Baines doesn't scare him as much as uh, Mark Gasol. <laughs> so I, I do like them to get right. I mean, Embiid, he, in the first two games looked good, looked in shape, uh, bad loss against the Cavs, but that was without him. So I think at, in Philly, they'll be great. I'm going, I'm leaning home team yet again. Um, although I do like the Raptors to get right at some point. I, I don't think they'll keep losing games as bad as they've been. They've only lost, they've only played two so far led most of the time against the Pelicans. And then like Pelicans came back in the late third quarter and uh, kind of blew them out. And, that magic game was surprising as well that they lost. So I don't know. Um, I'm ho- I'm hoping that they get right because I definitely picked them as one of my best bets over on win totals. Yeah, me as well. And, um, you know, I, 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 neither of their losses so far are that bad, obviously at San Antonio, totally excusable. And then home against new Orleans. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this Tampa Bay dynamic plays out because, is that is that going to be a home court for them, or is that are they kind of playing every game at like a neutral site um, this year? That'll definitely be something worth following. This one's obviously a true road game against the Sixers, who love playing at home. So um, I like Philly here to pick them. And now for another quick break, and we'll be right back. Come wrap up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for. Player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact in the game. All player props, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is. You pick 10 out of 20 available player props, hit the most props and rack up the most points. Use promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 with your first deposit. Download the Thrive Fantasy on App Store or Google Play Store now or by visiting the website at thrivefantasy.com. Okay, moving on, we have what was a huge upset in the playoffs last season is uh, Miami 
uh, knocking Milwaukee out. We have Milwaukee traveling to Miami, and Milwaukee's favored by four and a half. It's out of surprise that I figured Milwaukee would be favored by three. Uh, as well as Miami matched up against them last season. And Maki has shown they are, you know, they're struggling. They're not the team, the dominant team they were last season. So I got to say, I, I'm, I might just keep <laughs> taking the home team, but I'm leaning heat already on this one. We'll have to see if uh, Jimmy Butler is able to come back, though. Yeah, I was going to say, Jimmy Butler's injury is definitely the key to this spot. Um I, I'm going to go the other way here, uh, so we get some disagreement. I, I think the Bucks are going to. Uh, this one is definitely personal for them. Um, obviously, got embarrassed in the in the playoffs last year. Don't want to put too much stock into the revenge angle, um, but you know the Bucks. I thought they on Christmas Day they kind of flexed their muscle, showed what they can be against a really bad Warriors team, and then you know they had that they had that that dud of a performance in New York. Um, I like the Bucks here. Uh, Jimmy doesn't go. I like the Bucks here. I'll put it like that. Um, if he does go, I think you'll see a far a different line um, than the four and a half we have now. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on early returns from this Heat team? Obviously, a a nice win against New Orleans. That was kind of they got really hot in the second quarter, almost blew the lead late um, with, without Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I, I I watched that game from start to finish, and I thought, oh my gosh, the, this pelicans team is going to come back on the heat just like they did the raptors they look like dog shit in the first two quarters and then the third quarter they started really turning it on and making a big run uh brendan ingham looks great uh he's playing real well alongside zion williamson so the the pelicans look better than i expected out of the gates i still think that the heat showed enough without butler uh with keeping the pelicans down uh and winning that game that they still play really well at home you know remember that they had the best against the spread uh record in the nba last season alongside of the 76ers so uh, i think a lot of you know their their home their home court advantage might be the same with still strip clubs and partying uh going on it's not as it's not as closed down in the south as i've been learning yeah, and and as we discussed on our last podcast, uh, they did bring Myers Leonard back into the starting lineup um, against the Pelicans, and Mo Harkless only played nine minutes. Um, yeah. didn't didn't take a field goal attempt. So that's definitely something worth watching. I think people thought that Harkless would be the Crowder replacement for them, and he looks like kind of a dud early. Obviously, it's very early, but they brought Myers yeah, Leonard still back. Still only two and, games, but we'll. we'll yeah, have I mean, to see. He, yeah, he got benched at their game one. Uh, Myers Leonard comes back in the starting lineup uh, and they definitely, I mean, Andre Iguodala and Avery Bradley are going to play a bigger role for this team than maybe they expected. I think Iguodala will end up uh, maybe filling some of that Crowder role. Uh, Precious Achua, I thought was really, really impressive. Um, he's super mobile. Um, so he might, he looks like a, another good find for this heat front office in the draft. Uh, he played 19 minutes off the bench, 11 points, and he moved his feet well on defense, which was impressive. Um, for yeah, he's a fun to watch. And yeah. Spolster has already come out and said that none is probably going to play more minutes if Jimmy Butler is out. So they they have been kind of using Butler as the main shot creator in the starting lineup, but uh, I guess none, which none was good in the regular season last year and and really struggled uh, later in the year and definitely in the bubble struggled as well. But he was coming back from COVID, I think. Yeah, he, he, he has. And, and, you know, they're definitely 
uh, uh, they are a different team from last year. Tyler Hero in the starting lineup hasn't been great so far. I think he's still kind of finding his footing, obviously trying to build off what he did in the bubble. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously Jimmy, Jimmy is, is the key to this team. So um, I, I like the Bucks in this spot. If Jimmy does not play, uh, just come in, lay the hammer um, to get revenge for that, for that playoff series. Um, but, you know, the Heat, the Heat are also known to uh, be that, that feisty underdog, like you were saying. So this, this will be a great game. This, this is TNT tomorrow night, I believe. Um, yeah, so excited to watch yeah. this one. Yeah, definitely gonna watch this one. Okay, moving on, we have the Warriors at the Pistons, which I'm not seeing a line for yet, but I imagine it'll be around Warriors favored again by two or three. I mean, they were favored by three and a half in Chicago. What do you think? Yeah, I would I would say Warriors by by yeah by two or something like that. Um, and Draymond's Dray- still gonna be out, I believe. Yeah, Draymond's still out, so that's obviously a, a sketchy situation now at this point. He went from being day-to-day, now he's probably going to – they said he, he will be reevaluated on January 1st. Um, so um, definitely that, that that's tough to hear, and this Warriors team is really struggling. Um, Oubre obviously had, has not made a three yet this year, um, and so they're, they're having a tough time getting going. Uh, Wiseman's not ready to contribute to winning yet, although he's flashed boy, moments uh, that- y- your boy Marquise Chris is out with out indefinitely with an ankle injury. Yeah, that that was tough to read. I you know th- didn't have any money on that, but uh, would love to have <laughs> seen him. Uh, you know, make make the leap that I that I said he might. Uh, you know, this Pistons team not horrible. Obviously, zero two lost to uh, who they lose to the Cavs and um, Minnesota, they, right? In, Minnesota, in a, yeah. They, Minnesota in a game they led. Uh, Cleveland you know, who we, maybe is better than we thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, Blake does look pretty good. Uh, he, mm-hmm. He's continuing to sort of show that he can recover from health. He, he played obviously 44 minutes in that double overtime loss to the Cavs. Um, so I, I actually think the Pistons might be worth a shot here as a home dog. Uh, I mean, look, this Warriors team could barely beat that. That Bulls team, I said, they had a big lead early, but um, yeah, the, the Warriors, I'm kind of, I've also had a big, I guess, overreact. That's one one of my other takeaways to start this season is that uh, if if, they, if Draymond doesn't come back looking amazing, uh, this team is not going to even sniff the playoffs this year. Yeah, I, and I think that that is going to be the case. And I, I definitely, depending on what the line is, like the Pistons as the home dog as well because I just, I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I, I watched a little bit of that Chicago game, but I, I just don't see where they're getting their points if uh, Ubre and Wiggins can't figure it out. Yeah, and and Steph, ha- you know, I f- I feel like there's kind of this uh, Steph. Oh, do we do we feel bad for him? He hasn't been that good either. Uh, you know, shooting thirty eight percent from the field to start this season. Obviously, his scoring numbers are there twenty five points per game, but you know, twenty five percent from three. Uh, 38% from the field. So super inefficient from Steph so far. Um, they need, they need like, you know, 20, 2017 Draymond um, to, to come back to this team or else they are, they're yeah. not, they're in trouble. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So we're both leaning Pistons right now. Don't love this game either way, but uh, we'll see what the line moves to. Okay. We got to move on. We have next up the magic at the thunder i'm seeing a line of uh are you seeing this line uh, not, not not in the thing i sent you um yeah 
I, I expect Orlando short uh, short favorite in in OKC. OKC obviously had one game canceled to COVID, and they had that. Nice they're playing. Game in they're playing tonight, they're, so we haven't seen what they do against uh, Utah. Yeah, and and that'll probably affect this line, but um, and we don't have to spend too much time on this game. I thought you know OKC uh, obviously Shea Gilders had that nice game winner. Um, Al Horford you know played thirty minutes, so they they look they look competent. Uh, you yeah, know, I think some- if they. With if Al Horford and Shai Gilgis Alexander play like they did, they're not going to be the worst team in the league, which a lot of people were predicting. Yeah, and obviously Al Al like didn't even shoot. I guess he took he took five shots uh, in that game, but he had thirteen boards. You know, anchored that defense. Um, and I kind of like this this starting five. George Hill obviously uh, was eight for nine in that game, twenty one points. So. Um, Still remarkable that the Bucks basically gave him away in that in that Drew Holiday trade because um, he will probably get traded to and help a contender at some point in the season. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this OKC t- OKC team in action tonight. Obviously, off the bench, they're fully committed to the rebuild. You know, they have Poku and Teo Maladon and Hami Diallo playing minutes off the off their bench. So yeah, um, that's definitely a cause for concern. Looking forward to seeing them tonight, and obviously, like I said earlier, this Magic team um, looks—they they look solid. They—they they look like the Magic of old. You know, they are just good enough to make the playoffs, but frustrating that they, you know, won't... well, they pretty much have the same team, so it makes sense. Exactly. We—that's a big reason we were all looking overlooking them. They're like, we, they didn't seem to really do anything with their team, but I, you know, they made the playoffs last season. I think they could do it again, probably with the way they look. And one final quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, Better Than Vegas is a new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. Again, all free. It's just like YouTube, but for what hashtag DGENs only care about, sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting on betterthan.vegas. They cover all the sports as well, NFL, college football, college basketball. We got horse racing videos on there. We're gonna have UFC videos on there. You can get all the picks for all the sports that you need. So make sure to follow us at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash BTV so you don't miss any of our videos. So head over to betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. And I gotta mention our friends over at Ace Per Head. Have you ever thought about starting a sportsbook but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace will give you six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. It must be Christmas. Just go to aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. Okay, moving on to the next game. We have the Pelicans traveling to the Suns. Both teams are 2 and 1 straight up uh straight up. The Pelicans are 1 and 2 against the spread that didn't cover against the Spurs. Um the Suns just played two games in Sacramento, which I'd be interested to see. I'm really interested to see what happens on those traveling back-to-back games with like the second night if the team that lost or do they win the next game? Um, we're going to see a lot more of those back-to-back on-the-road games for teams. 
uh, because of the COVID schedule. Uh, both teams combined, six games have gone under the total. So you might want to see what the, I, I think that the offensive ability of both of these teams was a little overstated at the beginning of the season. I mean, they thought both teams were going to be offensive juggernauts. They, while they've looked good, they have not necessarily, uh, the pace has not been as fast as people were predicting. So uh, see what the total is on that and may, maybe look for the under. Uh, what are you thinking on this uh, Pelicans-Suns game? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Suns here. Uh, home team, short favorite. I think the Suns are – they're good. Um, I, I What are your thoughts on the Suns so far? I obviously caught that game last night. Surprised to see Jay Crowder starting over Cam Johnson, especially with how well Cam Johnson played in, that, in last night's win against Sacramento. I actually – don't mind Jay Crowder starting. Um, I, I think that they want to keep Cam Johnson in the second unit right now because uh, two of three games, he's really dominated in scoring for that, that second unit. So uh, I like him there. I Overall, I think that the Suns look good. They lost that first game to Sacramento, um, but only by three points. Uh, Sacramento, I think, might be a little better than people were expecting as well. They might be back to that team two years ago that uh, surprised everybody and was sniffing the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they're still figuring some things out. Uh, Aiton uh, had a lot of uh, – got like five quick fouls in that first game and didn't play very much. So I think he's still kind of figuring it out alongside Chris Paul. But I think once Aiton gets right – uh they'll they'll you know i think i think that they're definitely a five or a six seed the way they're looking right now yeah i i really like the suns team um and so uh this three and a half at home uh the pelicans you know they they are definitely fun uh bi has looked really good zion is is doing zion stuff but and and definitely shout out to lonzo ball he looks like he got better this offseason and he gambled on not taking the extension deal with new orleans so uh, hopefully he can have a big year and get and get paid. Um, but yeah, I like Phoenix here. Um, this should this should also be a good game. This is also the, the other TNT game, so really really fun doubleheader tomorrow night coming for us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, two more games to talk about real quick, and we'll get out of here. We've got the Timberwolves at the Clippers. Uh, yeah, the Lakers blew out to the Timberwolves uh, last night without Cat. It seems like they're just, uh, Timberwolves must just be staying in LA tonight and for their uh, game against the Clippers tomorrow. Uh, the Clippers got blown out by the Mavericks without Kawhi playing because he got some stitches in his head. Uh, and uh, Ty Lu said that he's not sure if he'll uh, Kawhi will be back tomorrow night or not. So that's something to keep your eye on. But if Cat, even if Cat is, even if Kawhi is out, if Cat's still out, I like the Clippers here. I think with their uh, favorite, I'm not seeing a line yet. Uh, they're probably waiting to hear if Kawhi's put. Oh, no, I actually I'm seeing that they're uh, favored by minus six and a half. Yeah, it's six and a half. I mean, definitely a lot of injury variability here. Cat is out uh, for sure. Kawhi, true questionable. Um, I like the Clippers here. Obviously, got embarrassed by the Mavericks. That was a I think they were down at one point, like 60 to 18 or something like that in that game. Um, yeah, and, I think yeah, I, mean, uh, I think the Mavs were up by 50 at half, which is yeah, insane. I mean, yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, obviously, you know, you look at this box score, the Clippers were four of 33 from three-point range. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that that obviously hurts and, you know, doesn't make up for a 50-point loss. But um, 
I like the Clippers to bounce back here. Uh, still really like this team and the kind of the, the changes they made. Obviously, there's a total dud of an effort against Dallas, but don't forget how good they looked against the Lakers and the Nuggets to start this season. Um, yeah. Paul George was looking, you know, phenomenal. Um, obviously, he struggled against Dallas as their whole team did. So I, I like the Clippers here. Obviously, tough, tough spot for, for Minnesota, you know, that back-to-back in L.A. without Cat. Uh, just kind of want to get home in one piece. So um, I, I'll probably lean Clippers here. Definitely want to. Uh, I don't. I doubt this line uh, stays where it is. I think you're going to see some movement based on that Kawhi injury. Um, so uh, like the Clippers at first glance, but check the spreadsheet for sure. Yeah. Uh, from what I saw last night of Nas Reed starting in Cat's place, <laughs> I, I don't have any – I have no faith. I didn't have any faith really in the Timberwolves coming into this season. They've been better than I expected, but without Cat, I just don't see D'Angelo Russell and uh, you know a bunch of regular Joes uh, beating the Clippers. But we'll see. Uh, so I am leaning on the Clippers as well. Okay, last game. Uh, looking at Denver minus three against uh, Sacramento in Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento beat Denver in Denver to start this season. Uh, Denver, they're playing tonight, so they're going to have a back-to-back. Uh, so they played three games at home. Uh, we'll see what they do tonight, but they lost the first two. Uh, where are you at with this Denver team? I mean, I you know, they're, you're a big fan, I know, but they haven't been playing real great to start with. Yeah, obviously that was a tough loss against the Kings to start the year and then get blitzed on Christmas Day by the Clippers um rockets tonight definitely would love to see a bounce back effort so don't want to say too much about this game without seeing what they do against the rockets tonight i don't think they haven't played since christmas uh so got a little bit of an extended rest there so um i would lean nuggets at this line of three obviously want to see what happens tonight but um i I thought the nuggets you know were clearly the better team than sacramento in that first game uh kind of joked around a little bit and let them hang around and then lost focus, took their foot off the gas, kind of your classic Denver loss. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, now at Owens too, um, in a 72 game season, you know, you got, you got to pick it up ASAP. So um, definitely lean nuggets off the rip, but uh, looking forward to seeing tonight, obviously, you know, just from a macro perspective, Jokic looks absolutely filthy um, to start this season. Uh, Really, really good shape. Uh, Triple double in game one in the what do you think about Jamal Murray? I mean, I, I I feel like he might have came back down to earth a little bit after the bubble. I mean, he looked otherworldly in the bubble, but he looks pretty normal right now. It's only been two games, but... Yeah, it's only been two games. Obviously, he, he kind of broke out a little bit late in that Clippers game, but it was a little bit too little too late. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think in, in the bubble, he was kind of an inferno shot maker, and he was getting those same shots in that game against the Kings, and he just wasn't making them, you know, the off-the-dribble three off a pick and roll that we got so used to him just banging everything in the, in the bubble. Uh, and when you're not making shots, you obviously don't look as good. So he's a guy, he kind of had some weird comments about how, you know, he didn't like that. He was one of the guys who was outspoken about coming back so early this season, um, mm-hmm. how he wanted a longer off season. So uh, maybe he's still working out the kinks. Uh, you know, I think it's definitely too early to press the panic button on any player or team so far um but hopefully the nuggets bounce back here i mean gonna be a tough game against houston tonight uh just it has to be said i mean james harden just a super duper impressive uh 
44 and 17. So that, that was kind of a legendary know, performance like, in some ways. Not just any James Harden, fat James Harden. Yeah, I mean, absolutely to look legendary. as out of shape as he looks and to still shoot that well, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, he, Harden looks like everybody else feels in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, he, he still was just an absolute killer. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because now this Brooklyn team, obviously Dinwiddie has an ACL now. Uh, so that's, you know, a potential trade piece off the table, um, for the Harden trade, yeah. uh, you know, and, and even then does Brooklyn has all this depth now, uh, do they want to, you know, sacrifice that for a Harden trade? Uh, very, very interesting to see where that will head, uh, as some of these teams, you know, like what they have in their, in their pieces and might not want to trade for James Harden. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to see what the Rockets do, but Harden looked great against the trailblazers in that first game. Um, I think that he probably wants to put up a bunch of points and look good. So teams are willing to put up with the hassle of him. So yeah, exactly. We might see another scoring effort like that tonight. Yeah. And, and he, obviously the, the, uh, the nuggets have struggled with James Harden in the past. And, uh, yeah. So Gary Harris going to get a big assignment tonight guarding him. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we'll have to see what they do tonight. Uh, you're leaning nuggets. Um, I, coming off of a back deck, I'm a little worried because I have to travel, but we'll see. Um, uh, we'll look for our final picks, NBA picks at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B on Twitter. Follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. We'll be back probably Wednesday this week. We're still working on our you know our weekly schedule, but um, it's the holidays, so we'll figure it out in the new year. All right, see you guys soon. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.